West Papuans are calling on Pacific Island leaders to include them in the forum agenda in Fiji. The call comes as Papuans mark the 6th July anniversary of the Biak massacre in West Papua. When indigenous Papuans hoisted the Morning Star flag on this day in 1998, Indonesian soldiers moved in on them and dozens of people were killed. The spokesperson for the Australia West Papua Association, Joe Collins, says the violence in West Papua is worsening and he wants next week's Pacific Islands Forum Summit to ensure it is on the agenda. He spoke with Don Wiseman, who began by asking him about the Biak massacre. It's a tragic story. Um, West Papuans had gathered under a war attack in Biak and they raised the West Papuan flag. They started gathering on the 2nd of July and held various celebrations throughout the period up until the 6th of July. And it was then in the morning of the 6th that the military decided they had, I guess, have had enough and they attacked the West Papuans under the water tower. Many were killed and there have been reports of women being raped. But the, and the real tragic part is that quite a large number have, were taken out to sea on a Navy ship and dumped into the ocean. And even days afterwards, bodies were being washed up on the foreshore. And what the Indonesians tried to say was that because there had been a tsunami in Papua New Guinea on the other side of the border, and they claimed that bodies from PNG had been washed around and they were not was problem casualties at all. How many people died? It's very hard to pinpoint the exact number, but um, Eltham Institute for Public Human Rights in Jayapura in, in an article last year mentioned that 32 bodies were washed up. Quite a number obviously were killed, but it's like a lot of the information coming out of us proper. With the security forces clamping down, media blackouts, it's extremely difficult to pinpoint the exact number of casualties. But they were in the, certainly in the scores. Do we know why the Indonesian security forces took this approach? I think they were becoming concerned that the number of West Poplars were gathering, there were more gathering every day, and I think that they were becoming quite concerned. And, and back in 1998, when it occurred, West Poplar flag was really sort of um, cracked down on. Anybody who raised the West Poplar flag would be immediately arrested, if not killed. So those days was even, I mean, it's still bad now and it's even probably getting worse, but they were really, it was like waving the red flag to a, a ball. Once that West Papuan flag was raised, that was it. The security forces just came in with the usual heavy-handed approach and started shooting and arresting and beating people and raping um, uh, a number of women as well. In fact, yes. you might remember the number of the 43 West Papuans came to Australia in 2006, a lot of them were actually involved in, in BIAC at the time. And that's part of the reason they came to Australia seeking asylum. It is, as we say, it's the 24th anniversary of the BIAC massacre. But your organisation, the Australian West Papua Association, wants to ensure that the Australian government makes a deal about what's going on in Papua at the Pacific Islands Forum, which is coming up in just a few days' time. Well, we're actually we're more relying on the other Pacific Island Forum leaders to raise the issue of us proper. I mean, in the past, Australia usually just does everything it can to keep it off the agenda. I mean, I remember a report by one media journalist saying that when John Howard attended one of the forum meetings, he spent half his time going around trying to convince all the PIF leaders not to raise the issue of us puppet to keep it off the agenda. And and that's unfortunately basically Canberra's line. They will do anything at all to try and keep it's like West Puppet's an all go area for Canberra. They just will do anything they can to keep it off the agenda. We have written to Canberra many times and they do say 
they um, raised the issue with Indonesia. And they tried to explain it all by saying they're using, I guess, the softly, softly approach by not making megaphone diplomacy, which they talked about with other countries. But they, they get quite happy to criticise human rights abuses in China, the Middle East, anywhere, but they will not mention West Papua. It's literally a no-go area. The Pacific Islands Forum, for a number of years now, has had on its books this commitment to send a fact-finding team to Papua, but Jakarta never seems to uh, come to an agreement over it. No, and that's part of the problem. If Australia doesn't want to know about it, Jakarta doesn't want anybody going to West Papua. It's like, again, they're an all-go-zone area for overseas journalists, fact-finding missions. And that's, if you ask the West Papuans, what do they want? They actually want people to go there investigate the human rights situation in West Papua. But Jakarta obviously blocks any move from the UN to go there or any organisation or other country that would like to go and visit West Papua. Basically, it's again, it's an all-go area. West Papua is literally off the agenda just about everywhere in, in our region. But congratulations to the Pacific Island Forum leaders have raised it many times at the UN, particularly Vanuatu. They continuously raise it at every United Nations meeting they can. Uh, and it's a credit that they're great, and they are smaller from Australia. They are very courageous in doing this. And again, Indonesia is a post-war dialogue partner at the PIF. It's a great opportunity for Australia as well to sit down with a group and discuss the human rights situation with Papua.